0: Good evening, it's Tuesday the 15th of May and this is the Tuesday cast for the week and I'm going to try something a bit different in that I'm actually going to try and follow what it is that I've been thinking about by looking at my Facebook. Um, my current cover cover shot is uh, Give Me The Knife, Give Me A dust messer. Um, in German translate this sentence and my photo is me with my newly dyed hair Which I haven't dyed my hair for ages and um, I went to the chemist and bought myself a box color and dyed my hair on Mother's Day um, I feel like I'm kind of coming out out of a very long dark tea time of the soul um, but if i just go through what's in my facebook posts because i tend to post a lot of political stuff and a lot of articles from the guardian and abc news and i know there's some other things that i wanted to go back in and done but um so uh this is from um the guardian the tight time frame on building australia's nine new navy frigates has the potential to embarrass the government the auditors office has warned and my comment is well pine got his seat though so who cares um uh, which is obviously a reference to the South Australian um, former education minister, Christopher Pine, and his very fragile grip on his electoral seat in South Australia, in the seat of Sturt, which makes me feel very cross because that was the electorate that I was raised in. Um, I've got a link that I'm meaning to follow. Restaurant workers reveal their personal food hacks and tips. Um This was a really lovely one from The Guardian as well. Um, Mum taught me that being a woman can mean lots of things. She's a true feminist. An article by Joe Hurst, um, an Italian woman, um, and it says, The woman Dad married was a stunning, impeccably groomed Italian princess who changed the sheets and vacuumed the house daily. But early in their marriage, he gently told her that, She didn't have to do that to please him. He told her that he loved her for who she was, not how well she kept house. And that was the beginning of the mum I have always known and loved. That's a really, really, really nice article about this mother who was obviously a real keen, handy person and really enjoyed fixing things and, you know. Yeah, it was a lovely. I really enjoyed that one. Um, This article in The Guardian was called, the title was Choking Women is All the Rage. It's branded as fun, sexy breath play. Um, Autoerotic asphyxiation is the type, is what killed Michael Hutchins And um, I'm not into being, I'm not into any kind of violence mixed with sex. I I just don't need it. And um, I've always been very um, kind of like, distantly curious, but not even really curious. I must admit, I've got no interest in porn whatsoever. And um, there was this really interesting article by Gail Dines. And the quote that I've used for my Facebook is, As more and more stories surface, thanks to the Me Too movement, women are trying to make sense of why so many men are sexually abusive and get aroused by abusive acts such as choking. For feminists who research porn, this is no surprise. The domestication of the internet and the introduction of the smartphone made porn affordable, anonymous and accessible, the main drivers of demand. Yeah... A recent meta-analysis of 22 studies between 1978 and 2014 from seven different countries concluded that pornography consumption is associated with an increased likelihood of committing acts of verbal or physical sexual aggression regardless of age. And um, having been in the situation where I've been asked to explain why I don't want porn in my life, I found that article to be extremely interesting and I didn't even realize there was kind of a movement there's actually a porn free movement and it's like yep yeah, that's me I'm porn free I don't want anything to do with it I don't want I don't want anything to do with it period Um another really sad and interesting and sort of made me want to go see the film um, is Kenya bans first Kenyan-made film at Khan because it has LGBT characters. It's actually lesbian characters. And the quote is, Indeed, it is our considered view that the moral of the story in the film is to legitimise lesbianism in Kenya, contrary to the board's content classification guidelines and the constitution of Kenya. So a Kenyan film has made it into the Khan Film Festival and it's been banned in Kenya because it depicts a lesbian relationship. Um, uh, Buzzfeed link, a lot of apps sell your data. Here's what you can do about it. The quote that I've used is the goal is to understand your habits and ultimately get you to buy something. And I've really noticed that my, my purchasing preferences have been extremely well understood by the algorithms that direct ad native advertising at me. I'm being sold a lot of courses and, um, kind of sign up for this change your life the last thing last couple of things that I've got have been extremely appealing to me but I've looked at them and gone I don't need this and someone's paid paid to reach me and that's cool you know good on them but I don't need this and I I want to make a concerted effort to remove myself from the clutches of this consume all society I want to move away from it I I really am Making a concerted effort to redirect my life away from that. Um, Australian subtle political critique. Added a post that was from uh, Simon Holmes a Court. Uh, priorities: New Zealand put a hundred million to put forty thousand homeless into accommodation. Australia spent fifty million to build the thirty sixth Captain Cook Memorial. Twenty two hundred forty seven million. <laughs> to put religious personnel into schools and cut $84 from the national broadcaster because, you know, living within our means. Yeah, that made me pretty angry, that one. Um, There's a fantastic article about the investigative journalism of Ronan Farrow, who also happens to be the son of Woody Allen, the biological son of Woody Allen and Mia Farrow. But he's also the person who broke the Harvey Weinstein story in The New Yorker. So the New Yorker and the New York Times both got, um, I think, shared the Pulitzer Prize in the past year for breaking the Harvey Weinstein story. And uh, the article about the work of Ronan Farrow is fantastic. It's really good. That was in the Guardian. Um, this was very concerning. Another one from the Guardian. A much uh, so it's Gillian Triggs, former. Um, Human Rights Commissioner joins call for digital rights reforms after brush with data's dark side. There's a very alarming trend um, which is being followed up in... uh, I don't even know how you describe the kind of media content making other than a podcast that some friends of mine make. Uh, They've been talking about the use of facial recognition software in monitoring the citizens of China um, and the uh, dangers of, I suppose merging these technologies and I mean really the the dumbest thing in the world is giving Peter Dutton that super super ministry really it's a path to the dark side so I don't know how we're going to come back from that because we don't even seem to be talking about it and that's really alarming like why aren't we talking about what Dutton's doing in the background where is he you know (laughs) anyway um uh So the quote from that article is, a much wider systemic and willful degradation of our human rights online is happening, the group's chairman warns. Um, There's some amazing footage of an owl swimming for its life in a flooded canyon from board Panda, and a fantastic list of um, 30-plus people who quit their jobs with style including an error message. The designer you treated like shit has quit unexpectedly. Your company and other employees are not affected. Click renegotiate to discuss terms for new contract. Click HR to find out how badly you find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a fantastic article that was in artsy.net, America's most absurd laws in pictures in her series, I Fought the Law. Photographer Olivia Loch. Who is she? Olivia Locher. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. One night my friend announced that it's illegal to have an ice cream cone in your back pocket in Alabama. That offhand comment stuck with me. And she's done this beautiful series. There was something so bizarre and so visual about it, she says, and when an idea haunts me long enough, I usually turn it into work. I think that was a really fantastic way of looking at artist inspiration as well. Um, kid-friendly science experiments from Nifty... And my Mother's Day post, which was, I washed and hung out three loads of washing, did two lots of dishes, made pancakes, did grocery shopping, took my girl to see her lovely grandma and tidied up for a 10th birthday party. I dearly love my kids, but I dearly, dearly loved to rest. And on that note, no, I'm going to end with this last one. So the last, the last one before the Mother's Day one, in the Know Innovation posted a new episode, and it was meet the guys working out of a backyard shed to give free 3D printed prosthetics to kids around the world. That's pretty cool. Another thing about the Cascadia fault line. Something else about travel hacks. Oh, Avicii. Okay, yeah, I have been thinking a lot about Avicii. I never took any particular interest in this young man or his career. Um, but uh, his passing registered with me and this article that was in com, which is called Avicii's Death is a Tragic Reminder of the Dangers of the Music Industry, is a really, really, um, moving article about capitalism putting pressure on creative people for its own means, ends. Yeah, so... I don't know really where I was going with all of this, but I just wanted to say that I'm really paying attention to what's going on in the world, and I am determined to fight for what's good and to try and stay informed and to try and be part of the solution and not part of the problem. And on that note, I will bid you adieu take care of yourself. That's very important. Take care of yourself and I will see you next Tuesday.